Let us be attentive. O Lord, O Lord, how magnificent are your works. You have made all things in wisdom. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, be watchful, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Now, brethren, you know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts in Achaia, and they have devoted themselves to the service of the saints. I urge you to be subject to such men and to every fellow worker and laborer. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus and Fortunatus and Achaicos because they have made up for your absence, for they refreshed my spirit as well as yours. Give such recognition to such men. The churches of Asia send greetings, Aquila and Prissa, together with the church in their house, send you hearty greetings in the Lord. All the brethren send greetings, greet one another with a holy kiss. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. If anyone has no love for the Lord, let him be accursed. Our Lord, come. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love be with you all. In Christ Jesus, amen. Peace be with you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew. Let us be attentive. Glory to you. said this parable there was a householder who planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and let it out to tenants and went into another country when the season of fruit drew near he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit and the tenants took his servants 
and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again he sent other servants more than the first, and they did the same to them. Afterward he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir, come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. When therefore the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will put those wretches to a miserable death and let out the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the fruits in their seasons. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures the very stone which the builders rejected has become the head of the corner? This was the Lord's doing, and it was marvelous in our Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. Good morning. Most of us have heard of Woolworths, the retail store. How many of us have shopped at Woolworths before? Raise your hand. Yeah, Woolworths, right? You remember Woolworths. When I was a little boy, I used to go to Woolworths in downtown Minneapolis, especially with my Aunt Audrey. At the Woolworths cafeteria, I would usually order the green beans, and then, as a treat, sometimes we would go downstairs to the store, and she would buy me a coloring book. Either we have shopped at Woolworths ourselves, or perhaps our grandparents or parents have told us about the great American retail chain. Woolworths, which became one of the largest retail chains in American history, had humble beginnings. F.W. Woolworth, who started it, slowly expanded this five-and-dime store to a national chain. Mr. Woolworth reportedly worked every day of his life to build the national chain. In his will, he passed his money on to his only child, Barbara. Barbara inherited a great fortune, something, to, something close to, in today's dollars, a whopping $690 million. But sadly, she blew the whole fortune. She spent her family fortune, this tremendous inheritance, on luxurious mansions, dressed herself in designer clothes and jewels, and wasted what she inherited. 
At the end of her life, she ended up almost bankrupt, plagued by addiction, and ruined by seven broken marriages. Did she even realize what she had squandered? Did she regret what she lost? The squandering of the Woolworth fortune is perhaps the most infamous inheritance waste in modern history. In today's parable from the Gospel lesson, we read about another great squandering. In today's Gospel lesson, we heard the parable of the wicked tenants. In this parable, the tenants are the Jewish leaders who did not recognize their spiritual inheritance. Jesus, as foretold Messiah and Savior, they eventually sought to kill him. Jesus said in the parable that God would let out the vineyard to other tenants who would give him the fruits in their seasons. In other words, the inheritance will go to those who bear spiritual fruit, whose lives are pleasing to God. Instead of seizing the opportunity to hear and obey God, the religious leaders squandered the opportunity. Did they even realize what they had squandered? They were kind of like the famous heiress to the Woolworth fortune, losing the great wealth they had inherited. And what about us today? Are we not in the same danger? We have inherited the apostolic faith. We have inherited the orthodox faith. We have inherited a wealth which only God can give to us. But have we used our inheritance wisely? Have we learned the faith? Have we read our Bibles? Have we prayed consistently? Have we received the sacraments? And as the gospel warns us today, are we, are we good tenants who will give him the fruits in their seasons? Will we bear the fruits of piety, holiness, and good works which the divine owner of the vineyard asks of us? Or will we not even realize what we have squandered? After we realize we have a great inheritance, we must preserve and not squander this inheritance. Preserving our inheritance is hard work, just like maintaining a vineyard. Let us not squander our inheritance as did the heiress to the Woolworth fortune or the Jewish leaders in today's parable, but rather let us bear fruit for the divine owner of the vineyard. In the parable we read this morning, the divine owner of the vineyard already provided everything that the tenant farmers needed to bear a good crop. He already planted the vineyard. He had set a protective hedge around it, and he had dug a wine press in it, and even built a tower for the own tenant farmer's safety. The divine owner of the vineyard had provided everything they needed to succeed. St. John Chrysostom remarked on this, and I quote, He left little for them to do, to take care of what was there, and to preserve what was given to them. For nothing was left undone, but all was accomplished. Unquote. How, easy it, it, how easy it would have been for those tenants to take care of this land, of this vineyard that was already prepared. 
but instead they misused what was given them and squandered their inheritance. They, those who had rejected Christ had wasted their inheritance. But this does not have to be the case with us. God has given us the greatest inheritance, our faith, and his promised salvation. For us, nothing was left undone. God has given us the greatest inheritance, everything that we need, and more. God has given us the greatest inheritance, life with him. But we must realize and preserve our great inheritance. We must do the work of a tenant farmer. We must cultivate our souls. We must give him the fruits in their seasons. I ask all of you this week, as we begin the Ecclesiastical New Year, to take a look, a self-inventory, of what new fruits we can cultivate and offer to God, the divine owner of the vineyard. O Lord our God, Help us to realize the great inheritance you have given us. Help us to not squander your precious gifts. Help us to work every day of our lives as faithful tenant farmers to bring fruits in their seasons for your glory. Amen.